Hey everyone, you are listening to the Above the Tree Line podcast, where we take difficult questions about Christianity, faith, and culture and answer them through the lens of scripture. You can listen on your preferred podcast platform or watch online at youtube.com slash Austin Christian Fellowship. If you'd like to submit a question for us to address, you can do so at acfellowship.org slash podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Above the Tree Line podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you. Do you like how I sang that? You had a podcast? little vibrato thing going I on. Thing there. there you go. I'm excited to be back. I'm not going to do that. You are excited to be back. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Will. This is Will Davis Hi, Jr., Senior Pastor of Austin Christian Fellowship. Thanks and for joining in. Thanks for not turning us off. You're back. We yes. appreciate it. You know what? And actually, if you are enjoying this podcast and continuing to watch it, if you haven't already, subscribe. What are you waiting for? This content... It's free this week. It's free. Yeah. This week only. It's free. You can subscribe for free this week. Please subscribe so that you will automatically get these notifications every week when we release them. Yes. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. Yeah. Maybe we can give them a prize. Leave leave Lauren a review. review. No. Leave Will a review. (laughs) Anyway. So today we are talking about a topic that is actually um, being discussed a lot on social media um, because of the number of books and movies about near-death experiences. This has got people talking about heaven. And specifically, can your body temporarily pass away and your soul leave your body so that you have this out-of-body experience and then you come back to life? Um, We're going to be, I call them NDEs. I got that from our friend, John Burke, Burke. um, who wrote Imagine Heaven. I'm a big fan of that book. Most of what I know about NDEs came from that book. Um, But how would you explain a near-death experience? Well, let's... Go ahead and yield to John. Um, I would recommend you read the book. Go to the website. Um, there's a movie out now called After Death that John is in. It's a docu movie, um, and it is a thorough um, interview of several hundred, if not a thousand, people around mm-hmm. the globe, regardless of religious background and ethnicity, that have all had what they believe to be near death experiences. And John interprets heaven. Mm-hmm and God from their experiences through the scriptures. And it's it's a stunning... John's an engineer, so he thinks very cerebrally anyway. And a stunning book, and I highly recommend it to you. So I think near-death experiences are simply those moments when, for whatever reason, God allows you to d- not be bound by the physical restraints of your body and allows your spirit to see into His dwelling place. And, and then for some reason, come back. They're almost like they've been to the front lines of heaven and they could come back and tell it. They've, they've died and lived to tell about it. Is that biblical, though? I think it is. I think it's 100% biblical. Because um, the Bible doesn't talk about near-death experiences. We don't have a great deal of information to go off of when we're comparing it back to Scripture. We have... It's, seeing into heaven um, happened to Isaiah in chapter 6. It happened to John... Um, in Revelation, and neither records a near-death experience. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel also had all kinds of encounters with the heavenly while God transferred him out of his body and allowed him even to a different land to see things. Um, The near-death experiences that that seem to... The one I love the most is Paul. Mm -hmm. Um, But that wasn't a near-death experience. Well... Because he wasn't dying. he, He died. 
he died. He was stoned, let me clarify, with rocks. Okay, with this, rocks. this is Austin, I need to clarify. Right. Uh, Acts 16, um, or 14, Acts 14, he was stoned and left for dead. And um, he says later on that he had visions at that near-death experience, or that death experience, while he was out of body, he saw things that men are not allowed to see about the realm and the ways of God. And... Um, was able to come back and know about those. And I think some of his teaching about the second coming and the rapture and the Antichrist and the taking out of the Holy Spirit, things we've discussed before, all came from that near-death experience. But it was so stunning to Paul, he got his thorn in the flesh to keep him humble. Right. So that, to me, is the best one. So I don't think it's I don't think you can say it's unbiblical. It's extra-biblical, but it doesn't necessarily sound like it's against Scripture for NDEs to happen. So in 2 Corinthians, it says that Paul was taken to the third heaven. That can be very confusing for people who are like, okay, there's heaven, there's earth, there's hell. I just want to get hell. in any of them. Right. So what, do you, what does that mean, the third heaven? <laughs> it's a figure of speech that references the realm of God. Um, all it means is from what we would call heaven, that's what Paul's talking about. Um, he, he would argue of a, of a trichotomy of levels. This would be the first realm. Second heaven would be where angels and demons do their thing. The third heaven was just a Hebrewism, a figure of speech for where God and the courts of God existed. And that's, I wouldn't overthink it. That's what he means by third heaven. It's just where the God, so he saw into the place of God as many of these NDEs have, and they don't, ever, they don't get over it. Paul didn't get over it. Hmm. He never recovered from it. And that's what John found in his book is these guys who were atheists or, or Muslims or Hindus had these experiences and came back and said, I got to be different. I've seen God. And I've seen his dwelling place. So I think it's very biblical to, to think that, that God could... Al- I think heaven leaks. I think there's times we get glimpses and sounds of heaven. We had one here in our church recently during a worship set. One of our worship leaders heard heaven and got broken over it. No one else heard it but her. Um, I, if heaven can leak, I think God can also give you a glimpse of it at times. And you think the Bible supports the position that heaven I don't think leaks. it counters it. Okay. So there is some hesitation. We have done citywide movements here in Austin, Mm -hmm. and there was one in the recent, I don't know, the last five years where we talked about what happens after this life, and we did dive into near-death experiences. And I would say that that was met with some hesitation because a lot of Christians, like this this kind of feels like something new, an almost new agey. I was looking, the European Academy of Neurology says that one in 10 people have experienced a near-death experience. Wow. One in 10. So that means one in 10 people is running around saying what they saw in heaven, what they believe to be God. And this seems like kind of a dangerous thing. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm not qualified to say if what they did experience was a vision. Wait, say that first or, part again. I'm not qualified. What did you say? Qualified okay, sorry. I just to make sure I heard that correctly. Because it could be <laughs> like some scientists have chalked it up to this is a hallucination. This is due to drugs. This is due to an endorphin rush. And you can't prove or disprove. Yeah, but the atheists write off the resurrection of Jesus to collective hallucination as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. I'm going to. Can I say it on the air? Poo-poo that, okay? Yeah. Um, I do agree with you, Lauren, that anything based solely on experience is a little bit frightening yeah. because my experience can be subjective. LSD. Right. Uh, LSD is God. It saved my life. 
So that's why John went to the medical and scientific side of this and looked at the, the commonalities and these experiences that these people had that weren't based on their ethnicity or their religion going in. And really did a cerebral look. Oh, you're at it. talking John Burke. John I thought Burke. you're talking John in the Bible. I'm okay. sorry, John Burke, my friend John Burke, um, who's the pastor, founding pastor mm-hmm. of Gateway here in Austin. He's retired now, but you you should get to know John. He's a great guy. So um, the science behind it is fascinating, and of course, there's going to be differing views of how to interpret the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, people look at the same evidence for evolution and say God did it, and some people say no, it's just it just happened. They're all looking at the same evidence, so your worldview is going to affect some of it. But there's sure something going on with these man in white visions that some people have around the globe, some of which are dreams, some of which are NDEs, near-death experiences. And these Hindus and these Muslims or these atheists or whatever come back and go, I got to follow the God of, of Christianity. So what John tapped into, John Burke, was this movement around this something's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's getting, because the world's gotten so small through media, it's getting a lot more airplay. But we heard this, we had a men's retreat speaker, maybe our first men's retreat, this would have been in the like early 2000s. And he talked about, he had an NDE. And he was having surgery, and I think his heart stopped in surgery, and he kind of hovered above the operating room, and he was standing there watching them work so hard to resuscitate his body, and he looked to his right, and there was Jesus. And he looked at Jesus, and Jesus looked at him, and they watched the scene down there, and the, and the effort to save the body, in this, and he was in this new glorified state, and they just started laughing. They got the biggest kick out of, if they only knew what's really going on. And then Jesus said, you're not done, go back. And he told us that story, but it was like, to him, it was the real, as real as talking to you right now. I have no reason to doubt that. I, I can't find... A biblical reason to say that didn't happen. Hmm. <laughs> I love the look you're giving hmm. me right now. Well, no, because I'm also thinking, <laughs> and I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I do want to really closely examine both perspectives on this. So there are some people that think, yeah, of course, like when you're in kind of like a hallucinogenic state or if you're in the hospital room, a lot of elderly people have talked about seeing a man in white, seeing a light, but they've been talking about this for generations is perhaps maybe they're seeing that is because it's been talked about so much. It's in your subconscious. Sure. That could, that could be it. It could be their subconscious and that could be all it is. Um, When my mama died, no, this is not an NDE, but when my mother died, something happened. Um, The, the, the two seconds of her going from unable to hold a paper cup because she was so weak to sitting up in the bed with her eyes bright, looking past us. She sat up without using her, her hands. She thrust forward with her chest but using her ab muscles, which she didn't have. She couldn't hold a paper cup. She thrust up and looked past us and smiled and coughed and fell back and was gone. I got goosebumps. That wasn't her brain firing. She didn't have the physical muscle, muscular capabilities to do that. It was like someone grabbed her and pulled her chest and pulled her up, and she was she smiled and and she showed all this physical manifestation, and it took two seconds and she was gone. Mm. That was real. That wasn't made up. That wasn't her subconscious because my sisters and I all witnessed it. And I, somebody stopped by that room and picked her up mm. on a holy caravan. Jesus is a heavenly chauffeur, and he came to get her and mm. said, "Let's go." And she didn't hesitate to say goodbye. I mean, she didn't stop to say goodbye. She yeah. was gone. Anyway, she smiled. 
That's not an NDE, but it, I don't think it was a subconscious manifestation of thoughts she had in her brain. She was gone. Well, here's another question I have then. When does the Bible say that when you die, Jesus comes to get you? Like, is that the same for every person that dies? Jesus shows up? Uh, he said, I will, I will come and receive you to myself mm -hmm. so that where I am there, you may be also. So I believe that he is the one who comes to get you. And, and there's been so many people who've commented, I see Jesus before they pass away. It could be subconscious. Mm -hmm. It could be programming. I tend to think not. And so I really believe where the places where people die is holy ground because I think Christ has been there to get them. My mama died in that bed. That room to me is holy ground. Mm. Um, even, even though it could be a tragic setting, if Christ comes and pulls a Christian out of their body, to me that place becomes holy because he met them there mm -hmm. and kept his promise in John 14. So it's true for everybody. Um, and I've watched, witnessed it many times when I watch people pass away. And sometimes it's dramatic and sometimes it's quiet. But when they, close, when they breathe that last breath, there's something going on in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. That's real. We've kind of gotten off topic, but it's, yeah. it's a cool topic. Yeah, it is a cool topic. It's, I mean, it's something that we could, I mean, dive deeper into. But I think that some of the Christians, I know great Christian peoples, very, very devout Christ followers, that quote Second Corinthians, where they say, even Satan can disguise himself as an angel of light. And so there's some hesitancy, like, uh, is this Jesus? Is this Satan disguising himself? So fruit's a great determiner of what's going on. And what's happening with most of these NDEs is the stock, God's stock is going up. Mm -hmm. And heaven's stock is going up. That doesn't sound like a very successful ploy of Satan right. to me. But are we all these people who are experiencing NDEs, are they attributing it to Jesus Christ? Not like all the of true them. God? Some have attributed just to God. Yeah. And not Jesus. There's a there's a cardiologist who had an NDE that came back as he went away as an atheist and came back as a very God fearing man. He hasn't talked openly about Jesus, mm -hmm. but his NDE moved him out of his atheism mm -hmm. toward God. Um, there's not a lot of people having NDEs going. There's nothing there. They're they're not seeing an emptiness or an abyss or a, or a chaos or a well, annihilation. Time out. Most of them are experiencing this love, this yeah. peace, this comfort. Yeah. However, there is a more distressing side of NDEs who people have experienced like hell. Paul Ojeda in Austin, Texas had an NDE where he was, he was going to hell. And Jesus said, he got one more chance. He had a drug overdose. Paul Ojeda passed his, pastor's Austin Powerhouse Church. Mm -hmm. He had one. And he was like, I, I had an NDE and it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And it scared the bejeebers out. I mean, right. I'm so, and so he's given his life to Christ now, and as a pastor, and he's a really great guy. And yeah, he had that same thing. But it, what I was saying is, no one is seeing neutral. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, maybe because no one if they seeing were seeing neutral, maybe they wouldn't be speaking up because they didn't see anything. There might be one or two, but the ones I'm reading about, there's, the overwhelming evidence is there's something out there. Mm -hmm. There's something going on, and I don't think it's a brain playing tricks on us. Yeah. So can we talk about our friend, Ben? Yes, I was actually going to transition to Ben because transition to ben. I did not believe in near-death experiences until 2011, around Christmas wow. time. Ben Breedlove died Christmas Day, 2011. Christmas is December 25th, yes? Yes. All day long. Um, 
And I remember watching, he had a two-part YouTube video called This Is My Story. And Ben was, it hit close to home because he was a Westlake student. He was from Austin. He was had a very devout Christian family. And he was shared, he had three near-death experiences. And he he enjoyed what he experienced in heaven so much that it was hard for him to want to return to his life on earth. And, and that's he's a 19-year-old. That was the first time I was ever yeah, like, okay, like there kid. might be something He's a here. charming, cute... So his parents, I've known his parents. I knew Ben, but I knew his parents really well. And we had them come speak at ACF about mm-hmm. a year after he died. Yeah, I remember that. And his sister talked about finding Ben down by the lake mm-hmm. one night, weeping, after he had an NDE on Thanksgiving and died. His last NDE was on Thanksgiving. He died a month later. And she's yeah. like, what is wrong with you? He said, I'm, I cannot explain to you the peace. He said, I didn't want to... I was mad when they woke me up. He said, I've never seen such peace, and you can't understand it here. I just miss it. And he was a month later jumping on the trampoline with the neighborhood kids you know, Christmas Day and sat down and didn't wake up. And But the kid never got over what he experienced. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of teenagers. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty significant. Right. Well, that's what was the most compelling. Yeah. Like, he had everything like He made a YouTube video him. about it, yeah. He, I mean, over 9 million views. Yeah. He, and for him to want to return to be with Jesus, I was like, that to me is the most compelling evidence I had heard to date where I was like, okay, there's there's something going on here. So Google Google Ben Ben Breedlove ben on YouTube, and because his parents didn't know about the YouTube video until after he died, he just yeah. did it and put it online. Nobody cared, and then he died, mm-hmm. and they found it. And he said, it, it was like, do you believe in God, and angels? I do. Let me tell you what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And he's just a kid. He's got no agenda. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, and it went global. It went viral. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is that's that's something happened. Yeah. Something happens. I'm not. I'm not in the camp of wanting to write these things off, especially knowing a guy like John Burke, who's talked mm-hmm. to people all the, and still talks to people. Mm-hmm. He's got all these follow ups going on because he keeps getting people contacting him now from around the globe, saying, "Let me tell you what happened to me." Mm-hmm. So there's something God is allowing us to see into heaven. I think for apologetic, compelling the gospel, but also for hope mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, but there does have to be a vetting. Some sort of a vetting process. You can go. You, I'll, I'll let you sit down with those people well, who've seen, hard who think vet. they've seen Jesus and vet them. It's hard to you vet. You get because to do that. We don't have the science, or like that. It's not really talked about that much in the Bible. I mean, we have Stephen, we have Paul, we have Isaiah, um, John. I don't think and Ezekiel, but that's a, probably enough. I don't think that we need to build a theology on NDEs. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting phenomenon that is adding a lot of interesting discussion to this gospel movement because something is going on. And again, you don't base your theology on it. Right. You base your theology on the Word of God and what it says and the power of the Holy Spirit. But all the, for all these people, who many of whom had no religious thinking, to be having these similar experiences, um, especially their experiences that seem to support the claims of Scripture about heaven and God and glory and hope, etc. It's intriguing, to say the least. Can you actually get inside heaven, though, and then be taken Did out? Did you read 90 Minutes of Heaven? Yes. He was, was there. Was 90 Minutes in Heaven. Is that Piper? Uh, Don Piper. Don, John Piper. John, John Piper is Don the guy Piper. in Minnesota, Don okay. Piper. I, I met Don Piper. Okay. 
and um, got to shake his hand at a book signing one time. And um, uh, he, same kind of story. He didn't want to come back and, and mm-hmm. wished he had because he had all kinds of ac- injuries from exaction. But he came back to tell a story. Mm-hmm. He talked about the music, mm-hmm. and he talked about the sound of the angels, and talked about people, and then he woke up. So, you know, you, I don't know how far you get in, but he got in far enough to go, this place is really right. cool. Right. This, the way he described the sounds and the colors. Remember, everything on earth is muted because of, that's what John Burke taught me. He said what people who aren't even Christians have said is you don't realize how much death affects the planet until mm. you see heaven. And you see colors that aren't affected. You hear you have smells that aren't affected and sounds that aren't affected by death. And you come back to earth and you think everything here is dying. Mm. And these are people without theology. And they see how death has affected the planet until they go to heaven and go, oh, this is what God meant. This is what God intended. Those are not theologians saying that. Those are people who've glimpsed into heaven and go, oh, I wish you could see the colors I've seen. It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Can we go now? Right. Please. Well, so you believe that the, the minute that you die, you go to heaven. 100%. If you're there's Christian. There's no, like... There's no, no, there's no waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Well, some Christian faiths believe I there's understand. some waiting. I don't, buy, I don't find that in Scripture. Jesus said to me, today you'll be me in paradise. Yeah. To a thief on a cross. Right. And um, I think that you leave this earth and step into glory. I totally believe in near-death experiences. I'm just advocating for a position. You get to so do the vetting. You sit there I, with I that sweet teenager them. who's been in heaven and say, well, tell me what you saw. Vetting. Lauren Thurston's going to become the, vet, the NDE it, it, it's, police. It's a topic that's You're the NDE police. I'm, I'm not, well, not the police. <laughs> here to serve and correct. Here to serve. Just All here right. to serve. Well, we are actually out of time, but this what is a, a great fascinating way to end conversation. It. She's going to start a new ministry. I'm going to vet the NDEs. I did not say I was going to do that. <laughs> I want to thank you guys so much for submitting your questions. Yes, we do hope that this Hey, helps. if you've had an NDE, write us. Yeah. If that's you've a had good one idea. of these, I'll send them to Lauren so she can vet it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can share them at acfellowship.org/slash podcast. If you have any feedback on this or if you're watching it on YouTube, leave it in the comment section. We would love to yeah, hear I'd more love to about, hear about this. Them. So thank you for addressing this with us, senior pastor. We My pleasure. We will look forward to seeing you guys next week.